Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. My name is Ella and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Kathy. So, how has your week been so far, assuming that Mother's Day was yesterday? Uh, fabulous Mother's Day. I hope everyone else had a fabulous mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. It was a Best g- mom, right? Here. Aww, thanks daughter. Best daughter. <laughs> best um, child. <laughs> you didn't hear me say best child. Um... Uh, I had a great week, but um, I wanted to do a couple little edits from last week's episode. First of all, that yes, you were talking about the La Brea Tar Pits, remember? (laughs) Yeah, I know, we ended up checking back and it was the La Tar Pits. It was. And then um, I asked you in our last episode if locked in syndrome was the same thing that um, Stephen Hawkins had. Mm And it's not. It's not? No, they, they sound fairly similar. He had Lou Gehrig's disease, which is also called um, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, mm. ALS. Um, sounds pretty similar in that, like, you get paralyzed, yeah. but you still have, like, access to your eye muscles and stuff, but it's There not... must be, like, a different, like, it's, like, causes the same thing, but there's, like, a different, like, thing that causes the Like reaction. a different pathology or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, so... Wanted to a different that cause, up. but it makes the same effect. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Both rare neurolo- neurologic disorders. <laughs> um, so that. And then, Ella, I think I would be remiss as a mother and a woman if we didn't talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in our country with Roe v. Wade. Have you learned anything about Roe v. Wade in school? Mm-mm. No, nothing. What is it? It's a Supreme Court case. Mm-hmm. Um, it took place in 1973. Is it still going? Well, no, just oh, I'll, I'll okay. tell you what happened. It's a Supreme Court case. You've learned about some Supreme Court cases, yeah, I know. a lot. Yeah. So this was in 1973, so before I was born. Um, and it was a Supreme Court decision that the Constitution protects pregnant women's liberty. What does liberty mean? Like their rights. Their freedom. Their yeah. Freedom. To choose to have an abortion without government restriction. Do you know what an abortion is? Like where you like take the baby. Yeah. You terminate your pregnancy. Terminate, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this in 1973, this, this uh, court decision stopped many state abortion laws. So back before 73, each state could write their own law as far as our abortion goes. Mm-hmm. Some of them would say, you can't have one. Some of them would say, it's fine, have one. Some of them would say, you can have one, but not after 20 weeks or something like that of pregnancy. Um, and now, for the first time in like almost 50 years, it sounds like that case is gonna be overturned. So you can't have an abortion? Well. It's not that black and white. Basically, what the Supreme Court is about to say is that they are going to give the powers back to the states. So, because we have a very conservative uh, judicial branch Mm -hmm. right now. A lot of them were um, put in place by Republicans and for reasons I don't really understand how that became a 
a political thing. Mm-hmm. Um, abortion became like sort of Republicans are against it and Democrats are pro-choice. Hmm. That's sort of how it's evolved over the years. It used to be more of a religious thing, like people yeah. who were very religious would be anti-abortion for you know reasons of they felt like you were killing a baby or mm-hmm. stopping a life. And then people who weren't as religious were more poor, pro-choice because mm-hmm. they think it's your right to choose. Um, and... I think it's a very sad thing that states are going to go back to making their own rules because something like 50% of states are going to have no abortions allowed. Mm. And so who that's going to affect are very poor women or women who are in terrible situations that can't afford to travel and stop their pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I... don't think that's right and I don't think it's fair and I think it's really hard when you're talking about a government of mostly white men (laughs) making decisions like that yeah yeah so um I just wanted to let you know about that because I think since you are a woman you should be aware of what's happening with our rights and the mothers and daughters right yeah so um it's kind of a historic I wonder what like our state thinks So Florida is ready to um, put into effect a law that says you can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. Is that a law? Well, what would 15 weeks be? Almost four months. So it's not terrible because... You get time to think about it. You get time to think about it. Yep, absolutely. I think they, they don't want it to develop too much before. They don't want it to develop too much into a baby. Yeah. Um. However, a lot of states have laws where you can't have an abortion after the baby would be viable without the mother so and that's i think 23 or 26 weeks of pregnancy so you know a little bit longer it is interesting and it's it's a it's not a black and white thing and it's not an easy thing but once you start taking away people's rights it's a slippery slope yeah so I think it's something for your generation to certainly keep your eyes on. And I think it's something that as you're growing up, you need to really be aware of and think about and think about how you're voting Mm -hmm. because you're not just voting, you know, for taxes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I think a lot of people think you're voting for all these other decisions. And you're not just voting for like one thing over the other. Right. That's why it's so hard. Like it is. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just so like complicated like, yeah because there's so much things that go into like the different parties and there's right. third parties and like green parties yeah and like all these other like we're learning about so much parties in school yeah well that's good i'm glad you're getting educated about uh, that kind of stuff um but anyway that is not our topic today mm. <laughs> our topic today is asian heritage in indian well indian is part of asia uh, india is part of asia um, it's actually May is oh, yeah. Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that because you, in fact, Ella, are Asian. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners about your Asian heritage? So basically, um, my grandpa yeah. was um, Indian mm-hmm. and he's from Andhra Pradesh. Mm-hmm which is, like, in the South India area. Okay. And he spoke 
Telugu. <laughs> mm-hmm. He spoke Telugu, that's right. Um, and then he, so he like lived up, up in the South India uh-huh. until 1969. Okay. And he came down to the U.S. Um, and went to Detroit, mm-hmm. Michigan, for the, because um, he was like a doctor to study like the anesthesia program at yep. the Henry Ford. At Henry Ford Hospital. Yeah, Henry Ford Do you know Hospital. anyone who was born at Henry Ford Hospital? You and Dad. <laughs> uh, yep, Dad and I were both born there. <laughs> um, and like, his, so his like religion was that he grew up like, his whole family was Hindu, mm-hmm. but, like, he was very open-minded, like, when he came to America, like, he took in, like, all the different cultures. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, then what about your grandma? She's Asian also. Yes, my grandma was from Leti, Philippines, and she spoke the language Wari. Warai? Warai. <laughs> and I think it's Leite. Leite. Uh-huh, the Philippines. Leite. Leite. She and then she I. came to Canada, mm-hmm. so like not the U.S. at first. She came to the Canada in <laughs> she came in to the Canada, Canada in 1968, <laughs> and then she went to Detroit because her sister was a nurse there, oh. and um, she was also a dietitian. Mm-hmm. So she decided to go to the Henry Ford Hospital, which is actually where she met my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And her religion was always Catholic because mm-hmm. in the Philippines, like they're very Catholic. Yes, that's like. The common culture there. You're right. You're right. So interesting. I always thought this was interesting that here are these two Asian people, mm-hmm. but they spoke different languages. And they met. Uh, and they met at Henry Ford. They both speak English very well. Yeah. Um, although your Tata has passed away, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they formed this great little family. Mm-hmm. And so your dad is half Indian, half Filipino. And you are now 25% Indian, 25% <laughs> It's going down the line. It's, it's going down the line. Less and less. Well, unless you marry someone with some Asian True. culture. <laughs> um, and um, so this this Asian Heritage Month really speaks to us. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so, but not only that, that's not the only thing I did. Oh, what's the other thing you did? I also um, decided to pick two like Asian people that were like my like that I just admire admire I, 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 I chose words today you are at a loss of words I chose two Asian people that I admire also yep so do you want to go first sure okay who do you have okay so first I have Peyton Elizabeth which is like one of my favorite actresses like she's really good isn't her last name Lee well, Peyton, yeah, well, it's Peyton Elizabeth Lee, but okay. I just call her Peyton Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Because why add Lee? And then, <laughs> because it's her last name. <laughs> but is Elizabeth her middle name? I believe so. Some some actors. But I think she goes by Peyton Elizabeth. Oh, 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 so maybe it's her first name? I don't know. I mean, anyway, happens. Peyton Elizabeth Lee mm-hmm. was born on May 22nd, 2004. In oh New goodness. York. So she's a baby. Yeah, she's Oh, she's baby. 18? Almost 18? So she, she's a baby, but a teenager. Okay. And she, like, began her acting age um, at the age of 10. Mm-hmm. Her, did I say her acting age? You did. Began her acting career at the age of 10. <laughs> um, and her Asian heritage is that her, on her father's side, kind of like me, but a little bit more, on her father's side, she's half Chinese. So her father's half Chinese? Yeah. or 
or she's half Chinese. She's half of... Chinese because her father, oh, okay, like okay. on her father's side. Got it. And her father is actually an actor too, which oh. I think is like where what started like her getting into acting. And his name is Andrew Timpo Lee. Mm. And I feel like she also had like a jump start because she lived in New York, so uh, there were yeah. like lots of jobs for her and like little startings for shows. And um, then in 2017, she got casted as the role of Andy Mack on the TV series, Andy Mack. So like she's literally the main character. It was so good. That kind of started off our love of like kind of soap opera-y shows. Yeah, soap opera-y, but like also like drama, but kind of deep topic. That was a really good... And it was like Disney drama. too. I know. So it they was like age appropriate. Thing. I loved Andy Mack. But it was really good topics like anxiety totally. and like sexuality and like best friends and like how it can be complicated sometimes. Yep. And first so, kisses. Yeah. yeah were, oh, I loved that show. I almost want to rewatch it. <laughs> we should sometimes. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that was like one of my favorite shows. My mom and I would just watch it forever mm-hmm. and ever. So she did a really good job. And then she proved in 2021 that she could handle both comedy and drama mm-hmm. because she also played the role of Doogie Cam- Camilioja. <laughs> Camilioja. Um, and I guess, doesn't a reboot make like a, mean like a remake? Yeah. Because yeah. she was in a reboot of the TV series Doogie Hauser. Right. So when I was a kid, there was a show Doogie Hauser. Mm-hmm. Was it a boy? It was a boy. And you know the guy who played, like, Lemony Snicket? His name is Neil Patrick Harris. He's a pretty famous actor. Mm. He was Doogie Howser. And he was, like, this 14 or 15-year-old kid who, like, practically ran the hospital. And it was just a cute little show. And I watched this reboot with you on the Disney Channel, and I loved it, too! What is Doogie Howser? Like, what does Howser mean? Oh, that was his last name. His first name was Doogie. His last name was Howser. But then hers isn't. No. It's kind of... Since it's such a remake where she's a girl, she's Asian, she lives in Hawaii, they just call her Doogie Hauser as a joke. Uh, because, like, saying... But it says her name is Doogie Camilioja. No, her name... What's her name on the show? I forgot. Probably Camilio. Yeah. That thing. Okay, anyways, but that was also on Disney. Mm-hmm. So, once you're in something Disney, that's good because you're in it. Golden ticket. Mm-hmm. But then also some people will, like go through a phase where they just want to break through all the Disney stuff. You're right, you're right. But overall, she's, like, a really great and, like, famous actress, and she's, like, only 18, so she's just starting her career, so she has, like, so many other things to be in. I think she's a very real actress. But, yeah, I just aspire to be her, because she's a really good actress. She is. She, those are good shows. Like, both are good shows. We love Doogie Howser, too. We did. We loved it. So, I agree. She's a really great actress and definitely one to watch. I hope, are they going to make a season two? I hope so. That was really good. That was very good. Same with Heartstopper. Oh, I mean, this is getting off topic, but we just binged probably in like five days. Heartstopper. Heartstopper. So good on so Netflix. Good. Recommend it 100%. Total. Like the best TV show. I mean, so good. Such a like a little um, high school drama, mm-hmm. but I loved it. And it's British. So They're we really loved cute. listening to them talk like this. Well, should I do my next person? Yeah. Okay, so my person that I um, really admire. Oh, I hear barking. Yep. <laughs> is <laughs> Margaret Chung. Margaret Chung. She was born in 1889. So wow. many, she's, many she's years. <laughs> she is not alive. Many years before um, Peyton Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the first American-born Chinese female doctor. And she became a doctor in 1916. 
That was even before my grandma was born. Um, she was the eldest of 11 children. Mm. Um, she graduated from the University of Southern California Medical School. While she was in that school, she established the first medical sorority, which a sorority is like a group of women, because at that time they only had medical fraternities, which is a group of guys. Uh, Um, And now I feel like it's like a lot of nurses are girls. A lot of nurses or a lot of doctors? Oh, well, nurses. Well, she was a doctor. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she, she actually, it's funny that you said that, she actually did become a nurse first, um... And an intern because she was rejected, kind of like uh, when we were talking about, was that a couple weeks ago, um, because of her race to medical mm. school at first. But then when she got in, she was the only woman in her class. Really? Mm-hmm. She liked to dress very masculine and have people call her Mike so that they wouldn't be focused on the fact that she was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um she also was rejected three times by Presbyterian missionaries. She wanted, she really wanted to go on a mission. That's where you go to another country uh. and help them. Um, but because she was Chinese, they said no over and over <laughs> again. So she finally rejected the Presbyterian religion, which totally get. I would too. Um, she ultimately became an emergency surgeon in L.A., Los Angeles. Hmm. Um, and in 1920, she helped establish the first Western Hospital because Western Hospital in San Francisco Chinatown because a lot of wait in her country. Nope, Chinatown is in San oh, Francisco. Wait, yeah, it's perfect. like a congregation of Chinese people mm-hmm. that all live together and work together. And they had only had Chinese medicine at that time, mm. but they finally accepted some Western. So, like, was it less advanced? Yeah, I, yeah, more antiquated, I would mm-hmm. say. And and um, and she established the their first Western hospital and led the OBGYN and pediatrics unit. So, mm. a lot for women and children. She also went on to establish Waves W A V E S, which is Women Accepted for Volunteer Emergency Services. Wow. <laughs> That's a branch of Waves. the Navy during World War II um, that helped pave the way for women to be integrated into the armed services. So she was helping women get into the armed services in World War II. Um, she was a very modern women, woman of her time. She drank alcohol in speakeasies because back then alcohol was abolished. <laughs> She dated men and women. Hmm. Uh huh. She had very famous patients because after she'd been in the field for a while, people were like amazed by her. She actually said something like, I think they were very curious at first to see an Asian woman doctor, Mm -hmm. and then she won them over. He even said she treated like Ronald Reagan, who Uh. later became a president. Um, And she would host these huge dinners to help like take care of her they call them her fair haired sons because you know she was Asian. Wait, is Ronald Reagan still alive? No, no. he passed away too. Um she died on my birthday, January fifth, but way before I was born in nineteen fifty nine. And she was sixty nine years old when she passed away. It did not say what she passed of because to me sixty nine seems young. rather young. But um I just think she is amazing. Can you imagine not only being 
Asian and a woman, potentially bisexual, and having to overcome all those obstacles and prove yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. She's my hero. Anyway. Good. <laughs> That's that Margaret Chan. very long. Oh, sorry. I thought it was quick and to the no, point. No, it was good. Well, that was Margaret It was Chan. interesting. Thank you. She's I, a very I, good person. There's books about her. I, I would like to read a whole book and not just some little... Speaking of books, I read a book. You did? What did you read? a girl named Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Kaling. <laughs> it looks like the opposite of what it sounds like. Mindy Kaling. It looks like Kaling. Yeah, I see how it looks like Kaling. Or um, Kaling. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, so she... I, I forgot. I didn't say when she was born. But she was a child of an Indian couple. Mm-hmm. And, like, from a young age, Mindy, like, always loved writing her own, like, romantic comedies. And she would, like, just, like, go to sleep and, like, picture her own scenarios and just, like, make her own scenarios in her mind. And she also, like, when she got into college, Mm -hmm. she wrote for the College Humor magazine. She drew comic strips for the student newspaper. So is she, like, artsy? Like, artistic? Uh I mean, I don't know. She sang in a cappella group. Also, what's a cappella? Because I know acapella. So it wasn't acapella? No, it said sang in a cappella. Oh, no, that's just how how you write it. Acapella. That means without instruments. But it, I thought the A was part of it. No, it's like A. You know how A can mean without, kind of? Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. That. I think it's weird when you haven't seen it written okay, out. Okay, I thought it but, was like no, she's saying in an A-C-A-P. No, so you should technically say she sang in an acapella group. Okay. Yeah. That was so weird. Okay, she's, <laughs> I was like, what the heck is a cappella group? <laughs> okay, she sang in an acapella group. And she was on the improv team. Oh, for like um, comedy. Uh, yeah, I or, think so. Okay. Um, and she so like then she like later got into um, comedy clubs, mm-hmm. and she really loved them. But she changed her name to Kayling, mm-hmm. like her last name to Kayling, because the comedy she would go to the comedy clubs and they would not be able to pronounce her last name. <gasps> so she changed it from Chocolingium. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. To I think you did pretty good. <laughs> really? Chocolingum. Chocolingium. Mm-hmm. And then she changed it from that to Kaylin. Oh, so she took like the middle out of her last name. Yeah. You could but do that. But then they said that... You could it, be a ham. Yam. What? <laughs> but they said that her middle name is still... I think like she still has that a part of her name. It's like Mindy Chocolingium Kaling. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, anyways. You're just going to insist on calling her Kaling. Kaling. <laughs> the producer... Anyways. So, the producer of the TV show The Office actually, uh-huh. like, saw a play that her and her friend made. And he loved it so much that he hired her. And she wrote some of the show and also played a character called Kelly Kapoor. Yes, I remember Kelly Kapoor. And um, she became the first Indian American to create and start her own show. Mm. And... So, like, she created this show, and I, I don't even know what it's called. It didn't say what it's called. She just said that she, like, had created many hits shows. And then, um, but, like, she also, like, always loves what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she's now become, like, one of the most famous comedians. And she has, like, a family that, like, she can provide for now. And she, like, all started from, like, the bottom and went to the top. And does she have, did it say if she has, I know she has at least one child. I think she might even have two, did it say? I think so. Well, there was like two children at the end. Okay. 
And um, yeah, she she's pretty interesting. She also wrote, but wasn't in a show I really enjoyed called Never Have I Ever. It's a Netflix show about <laughs> really an Indian girl in high school. That that's really good. I think you could relate to it quite a bit. Although um, her parents, she was like first generation, and you're not first mm-hmm. generation. But um, uh, yeah, she she's good. And I also read one of her books, like an older book. And yeah, she's really funny. I, I really admire her too. Do you also remember her in um, A Wrinkle in Time? Remember we read and then watched A Wrinkle in Time? Yeah. Mindy Kaling was in that and she may have produced it or something. Mm. Yeah, she's, she was in it? Yeah, not like a like huge a role. Character. One of the people they meet on their journey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Remember Oprah was in it too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, good, Al. I really admire Mindy Kaling also. Uh-huh. I think she works very, very hard and has proven herself mm-hmm. over and over again. And I, I love that she's very body positive yeah. too. Yeah, and it's like... It's so cool because, like, from, like, a young age, like, comedy just came to her. Mm-hmm. Like, for some people, it just comes so easy. Yeah, yeah. She's funny. Funny. All right. So, my next person is Maya Lin. She is still alive. She's a designer and an architect. How she, old is she? She is currently... Oh, my gosh. She's the last questions. I know. <laughs> I feel like she's 62. 62. Does it say that? I wrote that, yeah. I knew I wrote it somewhere. Um, (laughs) She designed the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. at the age of 21. That's very young to be doing such a great project. Do you remember seeing the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C.? It is the wall with all the names on it. Oh, yeah. So it's very... We were learning about that in school, too. Nice! Like, how it has, like, so many names because so many people died. Yes. Um... We saw I, so many things in D.C. I, I would I definitely we, go again. We'd need to go back because you were pretty young, too. Um, she was born to parents from China that settled in Ohio. I know we don't love Ohio, but that's okay. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> um, and I thought it was very interesting that she was at Yale when she designed the memorial. And she earned a B on the design from her professor. <laughs> But then she submitted it to the contest amongst 1,400 entries. Wait, I'm so confused. She created the whole wall? She designed it. She's a designer and an architect. Uh, so, watching... So that, that wall was actually kind of new. I thought it was, like, old. Like, really old. Well, Vietnam was in the 70s, so... In the 1970s? Yeah. Oh! So... Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot it was recent, kind of. She, she said she would not have won the contest for the memorial if entries weren't blind, meaning that like they're anonymous, you don't mm-hmm. put your name, um, because of her ethnicity. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a guy at the time, Ross Perot, who um, was a third party, as we just talked about, mm-hmm. running for president. He called her an egg roll. Why? Because he's racist. That is so racist to call a Chinese person an egg roll. Oh. Don't do that. Um, I thought he was making fun of her size or something. No, I don't think she's egg roll sized, but (laughs) I think he was just being racist. Um, She uh, was chosen also later to um, design, to help design the World Trade Center Memorial, which is in New York City. Mm. Um, She also designed Civil Rights Memorial in Alabama and designed the Museum of Chinese in America in New York. 
And Obama gave her a Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016. And I was waiting for you to ask, what is the Presidential Medal of Freedom? I was literally just going to say You were? But I didn't want to sound stupid. Well, I didn't really know what it meant either. So I looked it up. And it is um, from the President of the United States to recognize people who have made an especially... uh, Oh, I can't even read my own (laughs) handwriting. Meritorious, I think it says. Uh, contribution to the United States, world peace, or other significant mm. endeavors. So it's basically a civilian award. You know, she's not like in the military or anything, yeah. but um, honored by the president for her contributions to our country. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was very cool. Um, and there is a documentary about her we could watch sometime if we wanted to delve in more. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. Nope. Um, but I, she, I also find her very inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Asian heritage. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you're like German. (laughs) I know. You know, I've always had Asian friends though my entire life. What are you? Sure, I am I am German, English, um But you're English? I am English. Why don't you speak with a British accent? Because my family people have been here for many, 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 many years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I wish you spoke an English accent so that I could speak an English accent. Mm. Well, you could go study abroad and um, pick up a English accent. I, I look look at my English accent. I already know. Yeah, all right. Then just stop talking like that. I yes. Anyway, should we end the podcast here? Yeah, we should end the podcast here. Could you tell our, our listeners <laughs> where they could find us? <laughs> you can find us. At Chats with My Daughter mm-hmm. on Instagram mm. or Facebook, mm. and you can listen to us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. And uh, don't forget to watch Heartstoppers, guys. Yeah, that's why I love this British accent. Oh, I it's know. Really I good. loved that show. All right. Well, <laughs> say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>